everyone. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome um, back to another episode of Illusion Pod. Yeah, we're going to talk about, we have a space theme kind of today. There's yeah. like words and moments that all have to do with space. Yeah. Um, I guess let's start on, you know, like what's new? How has your Mercury retrograde been? <laughs> Any stories? Um, well, Mercury retrograde, I actually did a thing in my newsletter for the subscribers where I was like, we're having an intentional Mercury and retrograde together. Yes. <laughs> Let's like really think about it. We'll do journaling. And, and I sort of prepared myself for it because I think typically I'll just rush into something and, and really kind of dread Mercury and retrograde in a big way, but mm-hmm. not in like a logical way. Mm-hmm. And so this time I kind of thought like, what can I slow down? And I actually pushed a personal deadline that I had. I, like, pushed it to the day after Mercury and Retrograde ended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I've seen, like, a lot of people getting pulled over, like, a lot of, like, um, motorcycle cops waiting to, oh like, get people Oh, my God, I've been seeing tickets. more cops than ever. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Which is usually an end-of-the-month thing because mm-hmm. of the whole quota thing. But, yeah, no, even all month, I was yeah. like, why am I constantly seeing, yeah, cars pulled over. Yeah, a totally. lot of people, like, a lot of car... People just stopped because their car or something had happened. Two people on my street just stopped because their car stopped working, which never happens. Wow. I saw like a search, an urban search and rescue by the freeway. It's been crazy. But, um, and I definitely got hit personally like early on with like some personal like health stuff, but everything's fine. And then mm. weirdly, then this past week, things have been like it's turning around. Yeah. I feel that too. I feel like I was actually pretty up and down all and things were going wrong and Mm -hmm. they also said that this was something about another planet made it so people from the past come back well that's always mercury and retrograde but (laughs) you also told me that you told me this that december 2011 um was oh was a relative period yeah yeah, i I just i remembered a connection that was really odd Mm. and it keeps slipping my mind and then it'll come up and i'll be like oh my god but i think it was something with fertility or something that Mm. is like cycling back around um but yeah, it's because for us, like 2011, you guys was like high school ending. Well, what was said was, I think it was on the Shani app, which I will say as somebody who's very critical of astrology, she's the only person I think that has the proper language and mm-hmm. like way about it that I really respect. Um, but she was saying, and a couple other people were saying that the planets are in the same place that they were in December of 2011. Mm-hmm. And so I got really into this concept and I looked back in my Tumblr archive and literally it was... One of it was me writing about one of my first breakups in high school. Wild. Like I was 16 and I was just being so reactive and annoying. And for me, it was relevant because I did have a breakup in Hawaii, but I was so like amazing at it, mm-hmm. you know? And it was one of those moments that really made me feel so rewarded with all this like self work I've done to not be who I was when I was 16, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I did feel that like relative of like, wow, this is the same type of situation. Right. And the same similar kind of like up and down sort of situation, but I'm a different person now. And so I read all those poems and it was like this really beautiful uh, realization that I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, the thing I've worked on is changing. That's amazing. I do feel like now that the more that I think about it, there are parallels from that point in my life to now, but. You were dating somebody. I was dating someone. It means that we could get, this could be a whole. Yeah, it was the end of high school. High school was on its ends yeah it's a whole we could do a whole like <laughs> yeah about it that I'd have to I'd have to go like give a lot of background info yeah. but um 
but yeah, so I think Mercury retrograde has been an interesting experience. I'm excited for it to be over. Mm -hmm. And um, I think... I also think it's kind of a fun time to just be like, okay, like I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm not yeah, gonna, not going to push it. Not going to push it. Because I think both you mm -hmm. and I like to kind of just do stuff big kind of randomly I like when we want to. I like that the moons too. I had a friend on Maui that was a yoga teacher and 36 years old, mm -hmm. which I like having friends that are older than me and she was great. But mm -hmm. she... Um, so I'm saying she was, you know, wiser and cooler than your average young, youthful yoga teacher. But <laughs> she uh, was saying that in her practice, they always say to be careful of full moons or new moons because one will make you push yourself too hard and maybe get hurt. And the mm. other one will make you very, like, lazy and not honor what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I just kind of like those systems because even if they're not entirely true or if there's so many variables changing it, it's kind of nice to just... It's almost like performance art. It's like, how do I perform in the vessel of the full moon or like in the new moon, you know? Yeah, it's honoring Whether like a ritual. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the way to approach it, you know? It's not to be like, okay, I can't do anything this day. It's like, well, maybe I just, here's another reason to be extra conscious, which is always a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Always a good idea. But I do feel like, I will say there has been a shift in the past couple of years because early on when I was way more into astrology yeah. I was always like Mercury retrograde the things yeah, to look out yeah. for and then I was kind of, personally I was like this is bullshit it needs to be mm -hmm. a time of intention and then the past couple of times I've seen it being like don't worry like it's a time <laughs> of like slowing down so there was mm -hmm. some sort of weird well that's what I see here's the thing with astrology and I think why I hated it so much is like for example Mercury retrograde was another thing that made me hate on it because I never had bad Mercury retrogrades mm -hmm. and I was like it's because I don't believe in it <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I would just, I would see people around me making it this whole thing. And I'm like, everything's fine with me. <laughs> like, yeah. shit goes wrong every other time in the year, too. And so I would just get annoyed with these, like, systems. And it wasn't until, I think, recent astrologers, like, you know, Shawnee Nicholas, for example, who, like, don't do that, like, binary speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't say, oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be a good watch out. Like, this, like, fear-based astrology. And now it's making sense because it is now, you know, people always say, oh, astrology is for reflection. It's like, well, then why are we giving verdicts to everything? Right. And I'm like, now astrology is like, oh, you know, the different things can happen for different people. Yeah. Um, and I really love that. <laughs> yeah, room for nuance. Um, okay, is Jeff Bezos going to go to space during Mercury Retrograde? That's something we're going to talk mm. about. Is Jeff no, Bezos... No, 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 It's later this year. Going to space. <sighs> it's, it's definitely later this year. That was something that Bezos. happened a couple years ago, my ex-boyfriend I was having dinner with his mom mm. and I was didn't know what to say to her and so SpaceX had had like um a failed launch mm. and so I was like oh did you hear about SpaceX uh they had a failed launch but it's Mercury in retrograde and they shouldn't have done that and it was like this dead silence at the table and she was like what's mercury in retrograde oh I remember and i was that. like so humiliated cuz mm. i thought it would be like just a fun topic yeah just a fun thing to throw in yeah and everyone was like don't joke about someone it someone was like don't be blue origin yeah. um jeff bezos yeah it doesn't say the date it just uh, it's happening it's going to take yeah. 11 minutes so okay so jeff bezos you guys is going to space in his because he stepped down as Amazon CEO to focus on Blue Origin, which is his space company. He wants to get some space tourism happening. Don't we all? Um, <laughs> going to space. So he's going to oh, go... Oh, wow, July 20th. That's so soon. July 20th. Okay, can you check if Mercury's out of retrograde by that time? Yeah, it's, it it's June 22nd as it goes out of retrograde. Okay, so you know... We're nearing the end. I had this astrologer friend that said all, of, all billionaires and all big celebrities have a secret astrologer or something. 
I could see that. And she was like, if you look at when Beyonce releases stuff, it's all... Well, like- did you also <laughs> see how all the people put out new <laughs> songs on the Solar Eclipse? Oh, really? Yeah, it was like Meg Thee Stallion, um, mm-hmm. Ward. Because I do know Rain that there the is Diamonds. a theme in the music industry for always having a summer release. Well, yeah. But it was but on this, the Solar Eclipse. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, definitely Lord. Lord had her solar power moment. Yeah. I really like that song, I have to say. And I have this speculation that the 2020s are going to be very 2K-esque, but like with a bit more intention mm-hmm. and less like excess. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting to see on that. I, I personally, I just didn't like the aesthetic of the 2000s. Um, yeah, but, but I, because they were done in kind of like a messy excess, you know. Whereas, yeah, like, there I just were feel like parts, it was kind of tacky. Looking yeah. back, like twenty twenty vision, of course, but it just felt like sort of tacky and like I don't know. I'm just not also a patterns person. I feel like there were a lot of patterns, a lot of like low rise. But jeans. I feel like all like you always <laughs> if you look at dance. what sort of art kids are doing. Yeah, they always predict you know or smaller fashion houses. It's like this. It's like this something about like the sleeves and like netting and like you know those uh, like tribal butterfly tattoos are now like funny. Yeah, <laughs> and I think there'll be like a sort of I don't know. It's almost like the two K was like ready for the internet and it was like, but it wasn't mature enough to like discuss the way that life feels in this like database like galactic world, right? Yeah. So it just turned into this like especially in LA it was like low rise jeans and like statement shirts that said stupid things Mm -hmm. um but then there also was that other side of like you know some of britney spears best outfits and (laughs) things that were like fashion centric but i think now it's like it'll be more tailored and move faster right yeah and i was thinking about how fast things move now you know i was thinking about how people and this works for fashion too but something that could define someone's career or lifetime mm-hmm. is something that just defines them for like two months now. Mm-hmm. You know, I know because Which things are like yeah. so scrutinized and it's like, what do we do with that information? Just yeah. <laughs> not care about being anything, doing yeah. anything notable, but with yeah. trends too, it's like, there was a time where it's like, okay, a lot of the more autistic people would start doing things and it would take like five years for someone at your high school to do it. Right, right, right. And, and now it can just yeah. jump, jump pawns so fast. Yeah, it's like influencer brand, and then it goes straight to Fashion Nova, yeah. and everyone has it. <laughs> I will say, um, just shout out to my um, anyone on listening to the pod who is invested in AMC stock, mm. um, please buy the dip, <laughs> because I'm trying to make a little money. That's all I have to say. That was yeah, another Mercury and Retrograde thing that was like a weird yeah. fluke. But it's of, going well, right? It's going well, yeah. but it's like, um, I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to... Also, I will say, if energy in that sense matters, like, AMC energy is so cute right now. Everyone missed the theater. I know. No, I know. It's really sweet. <laughs> I want them to sweet. come back. Like, also, AMC is so 2K, I have to say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I agree. No, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that the yeah. 2000s are coming back, because literally fashion cycles every 20 years. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we have no choice. <laughs> but um, it'll just be interesting to see how it happens this time. I just like, I look back and I just think like Sabrina the Teenage Witch um, and I just don't know how I, how I fit into that like mm-hmm. aesthetic. But do I need to fit in? I mean, two, you have two strands. 2K. You know what I mean? <laughs> Two hair strands in the face is 2K. <laughs> Sorry, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I know, but I've had that since 2017. I know, because it's like a good time. Yeah. 
But that's, that's my thing. disheveled French girl aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's never going away. You guys, my aesthetic forever is disheveled French girl, and that's just what I'll always be. And I have just disheveled white passing Latina. <laughs> I've disheveled. I'm also, yeah, I'm not is even she fully French. <laughs> I know, but like, that's great. Yeah. I'm not even fully. Three fourths, we could call it. Yeah. We'll but when see. I was a kid, my dad would be like, "Brazilians are not Latino," and I was like, "Y'all crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You guys have too many rules." <laughs> um, okay, so we have the thing that I think is interesting is the space tourism moment is acting as if they're the first ones to do it, but you okay, know, I have you've met great, the first. I have some really tourist. fun tea that unraveled as we planned this episode, which is when I was in high school, we would smoke weed behind this park. And it was like the behind the park where you'd go through this fence was like one of those kind of valleys that kind of like splits apart, like a rich area, like a mountainous, like rich area, you know, like all the houses are and they look down into this like valley that has nothing in it. Um, And so we'd smoke there, and every time, you know, every once in a while, someone would point to this house and say, that guy paid a million dollars to go to the moon, and he's just this old guy. And people would always say that, and it was just one of those things I just never questioned and totally believed for 10 years. And then we were planning this episode, and I was like, Jeff Bezos going to to orbit, whatever, space station, and everyone's talking about it, like, space tourism is this new thing. And I was like, did this guy actually go? And I Googled it. I Googled, um, I went to school in the Palisades. I was like, Palisades, man, moon, whatever. And I found out, and it was a man named, I wrote it down, Danny Vito or something. Danny DeVito. <laughs> it was Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's so funny that I didn't write his name. I wrote down all how I feel about him, but uh, Danny Tito or something. Um, anyways, so he was an elderly man, went to space, but he paid $20 million. That's the first difference. But he paid $20 million, million to Russia. Um, oh, yeah, put, he, he put, put $20 million. The Russian who could have... No, put... um. I have the link in my notes <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> Let me get it. Okay. But he paid $20 million to go to the moon um, and just visit the space station for seven days with Russia. He paid the Russians, <laughs> which is so wild to me. Yeah. Um, and this was in 2001. $20 million paid for a ticket. Yes. Tenacity paved the way. Wow, New yeah. York Times did a whole thing about him. So he's basically like just a millionaire. Even Dennis A. Tito. You got Dennis it. Dennis A. Tito. Oh okay, my God, so my close. dad. Knows him. My dad, because my dad worked in restaurants in mm-hmm. that area and literally would talk about this guy all the time. Okay, my all dad. All the time. I brought it up to my family. My dad was like, I know him. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that he would come into Cafe Casino when my dad yeah. was. So Cafe Casino, you guys, was an iconic Santa Monica restaurant. That is where my dad went from busboy to manager. I still alive. <laughs> the American dream. The American dream, full on. Learned English the whole way. But anyway, so he worked there, so he has a lot of stories about, like, little celeb things in the 80s and 90s still going 80 years old okay so yeah so my dad was like yeah he came in and uh, I think he had a moment with him but Mm -hmm. but he couldn't really define it anyway so (laughs) he paid yeah 20 million to go to space and he was the first space tourist and so right now everyone's like space tourism space tourism I was like well the Russians did do it first and I know nobody wants to talk about that yeah um but what I really loved about him and um First, the story being true and also the ticket being much higher was um when I looked at the articles that came out about um, about um, him going, there was just some funny things that were said that I wanted to re- repeat, which is, so they interviewed his kids, <laughs> and his kids said, basically, he's at the point in his life where he's thinking about what's really important, and in the end, what we can all agree 
is that it ends up being life experience. To look back on the earth as one whole living organism and see that there's no political boundaries. Mm -hmm. To kind of see life from a bigger perspective, it's got to be an incredibly profound experience. Mm -hmm. And so his kids said that. And then something he said um, that I thought was so funny um, was he's like the, the man himself, like Danny Tito. First he said he never slept well better in his life when he was over there, that he had the best mm. sleep of his life in space. And then he said, um, he was like, it was so beautiful. They should reserve a seat every space trip. trip. They should reserve a seat for an artist or poet or writer to come because, and I was like, a part of me was like, that's cliche. And I told, yeah. I had um, dinner with, my friend uh-huh. <laughs> who works at SpaceX the right. day, and I was talking about this guy, and he said, "But that's sweet. He just wants someone who's more profound than him to analyze it because he knows yeah. it was strong, but he doesn't have maybe the language to yeah. share it." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, "That's sweet," you know. Yeah, I mean, it is like it is a cliche thing to say. It's also like, why didn't you just fucking take them with you, dog? Like, you know, like <laughs> why don't you pay for me? <laughs> Why don't you pay for us? Why didn't you sort of grant fellowship to go to the movie? Imagine, like, in some weird reality, we just are in the right place at the right time, and someone takes us to space for free, and we, like, make a podcast about it. Yeah, we like review podcasting. It's just, like, too big for us to Mm -hmm. even handle. Like, this illusion pod, we went to space. Um... I do. I've listened to a couple like podcasts where they talk to astronauts that went to space and are just like, well, I just spent a lot of time looking at nothing and thought about my life. Like, just like did it because it was their job. Okay, when I was thinking about if I would go to space or not, I was like, it sounds like an airplane ride that's way longer and way harder. Mm -hmm. But then I found out it only takes eight minutes to get to orbit. Hmm. So I had to change my mind. Because in my, in my head, I was like, you know, I would go once they get it figured out, once you can land and, like, have a coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, once it's, like, they once figure it out. Once I can have a out. cafe experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at, like, go into, like, a pod on, like, a planet and, like, right. not be in this, like, crazy adventure. Um, but no, only eight minutes. I would do it if it was, you know, mm-hmm. either if it was very safe or if it was later in life. Because I'm still not done with Earth. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I would like. Why not? You know, but I wouldn't want to. I would not pay for it to be honest. Pay for it. I at this point, yeah, I just would expect someone to gift it. It would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how much? Okay, what would be, uh, like, what would be your ceiling price to go to space? If I had to pay on it my own, yeah. Well, in the dream world, that (laughs) this is my problem. (laughs) I don't know, dude. Because my problem with it is like it does come down to that moral thing of like you're paying for $20 million or whatever to, like, do this thing, and then mm-hmm. you, like, all there's so many people that could benefit from that amount. I know, and so that's like, the main argument against SpaceX. Yeah, and but so I just... Okay. But so, it's, and then it's like, okay, but what about human curiosity? Which, but <laughs> which honestly, no matter what, will always overcome anything. Truly, and we the do need curiosity to, to continue to evolve. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just an interesting thing because it comes back to like the higher Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm. It's like there are some people that are still living like very much at the bottom of the pyramid, mm-hmm. but then you have people that are living at the top and don't see like why wouldn't I pay twenty million to have mm. this um, life affirming experience? So it's just kind of like I. But where I stand now, because it's mm-hmm. also like when you become more wealthy, you actually less become less able to recognize like facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You become literally less in touch with like people. Yeah, this is a fact. Do you remember the podcast that was in? Oh, I can't remember. I'll think about it though. I think it was Radio Lab. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a great. Well, if we we'll can put find it in it, we'll the like notes, it. if we can find yeah, it. Open yeah. the notes. That was one of the best podcasts podcasts you sent me. Because yeah. I think more people need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just find these arguments a bit frivolous, where it's like rich people bad, poor people good, and it's like okay, as someone who grew up poor, not all poor people are good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and rich people have something else going on that's not about good or bad. It's, a, it's something. There's something deeper there. There's something that changes, and that that it podcast changes. tells you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't. You know, I'm not saying I'm not making that an excuse for them. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, from where I stand right now, I don't, I don't know if I could personally like be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also just like an, okay with paying twenty. I wouldn't yeah. pay twenty million for like anything other than like I don't know, like a huge pot of land for like, yeah. my whole family yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. really wonderful. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. like unfailingly humanitarians unfortunately (laughs) but But I but I feel mm -hmm. like maybe I would pay a million like I feel like if I had Mm -hmm. the money I would probably pay like a million because because I would be at the point where I could also give a million to someone else does that make sense yeah and maybe that guy has that's the other thing too is that to some people 20 million is the equivalent of our 200 dollars you know what I'm saying which is what really trips me out like there was a point where like paying 40 dollars for a dinner to me was outstanding and now I do that you know, nearly daily sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. late 20s life. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it's a, it's just hard to like fathom for me, mm-hmm. honestly. But I would like to talk about the validity of that popular argument of kind of, and this happens all the time, I think in a small scale, it's like you not finishing your food at the dinner table and your mom saying there's people starving and you didn't eat your food. Right, right, right. right. And the bigger scale is there's people dying and we're going to space. Mm-hmm. And it's like, to me, I understand the sentiment, but I also think there's a big hole in the sentiment, which is, like, disregarding the flow and expectations of, like, humanity. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I don't think we can just be, like, stop space. Like, stop it. You yeah, know? yeah. Stop. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and think about airplanes. I yeah. mean, we weren't around for that, but don't you think when airplanes were happening, people were like, the government just gave all this money to the, you know, because I know it wasn't the, the brothers... Who is it? The ones that flew? The Ripley's? I mean, no. The <laughs> oh, Ripley's? Uh, right, the Wright brothers. The Wright brothers. Okay. Yeah. I know that sure the Wright brothers, they yeah, were the first to take flight. My dad will tell you that a Brazilian was the first to take flight. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to make sure we know that that's a possibility. <laughs> you know, there was that episode, that was at Portlandia scene where um, Fred Armisen pretends to be like a, a Mexico City artist. Yes. And he says something like... Uh, Mexico made pyramids before anyone else. And I was like, that's the most accurate like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Or like, better than your pyramids or something. Oh, I saw some movie with Fred Armisen where he was just like straight up in brown face. And it was older. <laughs> and Chris and I were just like, holy shit. Yeah, you're like, nobody saw that. <laughs> that's what I think. You know, I was thinking Portlandia would be so funny right now. But they like to be poking. Like they have so much content right now that they oh, can make. That would it be was 30 Rock. Though. He was in 30 Rock and he was pretending to be like. Um, like some sort of like immigrant that Tina Fey calls like the social like secret service on because she thinks he's a terrorist and so he's doing oh, like a full on no. accent and he's like I'm just so happy I want to be on the Amazing Race he's doing the full on accent and he's like pretending to live with his like brother no. it was so bad yeah but that's you know Thirty Rock was like really early like two thousand that's like Fred Armisen style I almost yeah. feel like Portlandia ended at the right time because I think if they went any further a they'd either have to like really like suffocate their own creativity yes. or B, they were going to be problematic or on the, the bridge of it. Yeah. Or give us some watered down 
It would have become safe. Yeah, and, they probably would have just stopped being funny. Because the people they're making fun of are now people who kind of <laughs> embody these, like, more kind of, like, important movements, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, and we'll find out. Okay, what was I saying? My dad's... Okay, the Wright brothers... Okay, the Wright brothers took flight, <laughs> but the people who were given money from the government did not take flight. So there was... Mm. And I, I don't remember their names, but it was just in this speech I saw where it was, like, the... It was a speech... Oh, my God. I just Is it keep the going on. sunscreen? No. Oh, my um, God. Oh, that's one of my speeches, though. Um, <laughs> I'm going on so many tangents because a lot of things I love are just hitting... No. <laughs> the, the one... Um, uh, Simon Sinek on TEDx, and he says people. Oh, the why people you believe do what it. you believe, yeah. why you do it. Yeah. Um. So he used the Wright brothers. We should and link that too in the podcast. Let's link, we'll that, link too. that in the pod. This will be an inspiring pod with many legs. Yeah. <laughs> to go elsewhere. <laughs> be a little um, octopus. One of my favorite speeches ever. I send it to anyone who's having trouble with their career. It's just he talks about how why you do things is more important than what you do, and so one of his examples is the Wright brothers because they were just passionate about flying, and they tried over and over and over again. And then there was these other guys that had the money and the technology. They were funded by the government, and they were really interested in just succeeding. Yeah. And they weren't just, like, in the magic of flight. And they tried and failed and stopped. And the mm. Wright brothers just took one more flight or something, and they became the ones. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. Yeah, they um, really are. They are. They're hot. <laughs> Honestly. Look at that. Would you, would you have them both at once? <laughs> mm. I like the one with hair. One has hair and one doesn't, which is really fun. Were they twins or just brothers? I think just brothers. Let's see, nineteen twelve. Okay, cool. Anyways, why was I saying that? I just think that if we were around for flight, I feel like people would have been like, there's so much shit going down right now, and the government just gave all this money to these guys to fly, and then they crashed it, and then now it's like flying is a huge part of... But here's the other thing about that, is that moving around on Earth was way more in demand. You know what I'm saying? Totally, totally. And it would benefit a lot of people obviously mm-hmm. this is my thing is I'm it not like I'm not like anti-space mm-hmm. anti-whatever I just like don't I just think that there needs to be more of a balance in the universe and it's sort of like mm-hmm. it's like still it's one of those things tipping the balance mm-hmm. towards like excess that might you know can still be there but needs to just be a little balanced does that make sense I think there is room for everything, and I'm not ever one to just say, like, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that there needs to be there's a, a, there's, there should be more of a balance mm-hmm. in, in sorts but of But then how, things. the issue is that how is the balance defined? And I think that's what no one can figure out. Is like, if Elon Musk, you know, donates a billion dollars to something and then still goes to space, it's like, it seems like people don't really, like, that's, is that about, you know, like, what is defined? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like people have decided that yet. Yeah. You know, it seems like this kind of, like... Well, I think something that something that would be great. Like, we just had, I don't know if you saw that article, it was just like, billionaires just don't pay anything in taxes at all. Like, mm-hmm. there are some billionaires that pay literally nothing, and it's like, I think if they were to pay taxes or something like that, mm-hmm. there would be less of, like, this thing of, like, you're built, you're, you know, you're building your, like, playground in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, just, yeah, I think yeah. that's the sort of thing where it's like, you could say, well, what what is mm-hmm. the balance? It's like, well, let's start with the basic thing of mm-hmm. doing what you and I do, which is give 20% of our income mm-hmm. at least. You know what I mean? Like, tangible, consistent efforts. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That just feel baked into the system as opposed to, like, Elon Musk did one nice thing because Correct. everyone's giving him heat. Yeah. Correct, yeah. And then it's t- it's a tax write-off, even though... Yeah, it's because it's a give and a take. Like, it's it's yeah. that's just the universal way, I think, that um, we can't ignore the fact that we live on a planet, mm-hmm. but it's a communal experience. I wish people would just 
let, uh, I don't even know how that would happen though. It's like people are so into hushing the rich that they don't speak, but we mm-hmm. would learn so much about exactly like that podcast says, of just mm-hmm. what it's actually like, you know, mm-hmm. because I think rich people, billionaires, whoever, they put so much airtime into proving that they're humble and normal yeah. when they clearly are not. And there's no way that they would ever be able to show the truth because we don't let it happen. You right. know? But I don't know what that would do. I'm always a truth seeker before anything. So I don't know. Like would, like we just live in a time where everyone's like forced to, to, to present themselves away, yeah. but we miss out on the truth. But is that force and is that shame giving us better human beings or, like, a better life, you know? Or is Mm -hmm. it just hiding, you know, that's my question, hiding the truth? Yeah, I mean, I think when you have enough money, you can hide however much you want. Yeah, definitely. Like, go to the moon. (laughs) Yeah, you just hide away behind one on the dark side. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I would go to the moon. I do feel like in our lifetime going Mm -hmm. to the moon will be a lot more easy yeah, and commonplace private jet prices or something, mm-hmm. which is not easy for us, but there actually are people like for sure, <laughs> or like grants, <laughs> space grants, space grants. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like it's, you know, what are we gonna do? Like set up a national park on Mars or what? Mm-hmm. Because if you if someone gets to Mars, you know that they're just gonna start building as soon as they as mm-hmm. soon as they can figure it out. So is like the government gonna be like, okay, this is a national park mm-hmm. of Mars. So if like the like common people get there one day they'll have a place to visit can you imagine the strategy there like I'm also thinking the first thing that came to mind when you said building is I imagine like a giant like monster like eating Mm -hmm. the building Mm -hmm. and I was like why and I was like because of movies but then I was thinking about how before they (laughs) they set sail there was the idea that there was crazy monsters in the ocean yeah and that was just a speculation and it's like that informed people's minds for so long until they started you know, going around and realize their only issue would be falling in the ocean right. or actual other people, like pirates. <laughs> right. But maybe the moon is the same thing. It's not full of aliens. It's just going to be fine. I, yeah, I don't think the moon has any aliens. I've, you know about uh, the I've dark asked, side of the moon, I've asked. Right? Do you know about the dark side of the moon? How it just never gets any sun. And you just, nobody knows what's there. Right? Mm, I didn't know about that. Okay, I didn't know about it either. I didn't I realize I was, it was that mysterious. I didn't want to, like, bring it up to people because I was like, I can't believe I didn't know this, but it was just on the TV, and it was like, Dark Side of the Moon, the Pink Floyd album, yeah. <laughs> is actually because there's a part of the moon that's just never been illuminated, and we have no idea what's what it looks like, what's over there. Okay, yeah, I just thought, what's funny is I always, I imagine that, the moon also rotated in the same way that we do. So did I. So I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I okay. was like, yeah, we get we get everything. No, we're only seeing one side and... Oh, well, that's freaky as fuck. I know. Then who knows what's over there? It's like the physical the dark side of the moon definition. <laughs> it's just like, that's not true. That was on a weird... <laughs> oh, the far, far side, side of the moon of the is the lunar hemisphere that always faces away from Earth, opposite to the near side. Always faces away from us. Hmm. Two-faced. The moon is Is the something. moon a Gemini? Honestly, um, at this point. <laughs> so there you have it. No. <laughs> but then they're able to describe it. So why can't you see the dark side? It gets plenty of sunlight. Mm. Oh, the moon is tidally locked to Earth. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. That is sweet. <laughs> it's really interesting how we just ha- get one moon. Can you imagine? It'd be so nice if we had a couple different ones. Yeah, why do we just have one? That's a really good point. Yeah. Like, it is kind of weird that we have Yeah, one. I feel like it's more rare to have one. <laughs> I want more moons. 
I want the movement. Daddy, give me another moon. Daddy, I want another moon now. <laughs> um, that's what Elon Musk is like. Um, okay, back to Mr. Russia. Okay, so he goes yeah. with Russia, which is just like so crazy. Yeah. Um, and then I just want to say the Russian space station name is Mir. Mir? M-I-R. Oh, Mir? Mir. 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 That's cute. Mir. And I was like, nice. Russia's so wild to me. It is. Um, it really is. And let's see. Okay, and then so SpaceX. Okay, so here's the thing, though, is, is that Jeff Bezos announced his thing, and then SpaceX is also doing a space tourism trip where they are letting people go up, and the trip is called Inspiration 4. A lot of, well, that's the thing, is a lot of different ones. Are are Virgin Galactica. Time. I think Russia is, was too. Oh, yeah, Virgin Galactic, yeah. Um, Blue Origin SpaceX. And they, I, yeah. Well, I was just going to say that Blue Origins is so Jeff Bezos to me. Because it feels like he did Amazon, and then Blue Origin are very similar. Because if we think of Amazon as just a company now, but Amazon is the fucking <laughs> river, you know? And Blue Origin is like, the origin is our blue planet. Mm. I think it's weird, because obviously he didn't think of the name. Maybe he did, but like, he's a poet. A little bit of a poet, you know? I think you it's have to be poetic if you're one. that successful. I think people act like every successful like corporate person has to like, but no, there's no way that anything happens fully suited up with no magic there's yeah. no no way okay so we are the only planet in our solar system with one moon damn what yeah. does that say about us they're mercury like, and venus don't have moons but the, oh, man is oh wait no just kidding oh saturn has 53 i have a lot of love for saturn i just can't believe it exists <laughs> that's the one with the rings right yeah, yeah but it's not it's not um uh, it's just i don't want to get it wrong i watched a documentary on saturn but you can't land on it it's all gas Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure, though. Or is it so gassy that you can't land? Because you wouldn't Um, be able to see. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like a... Saturn's atmosphere. Yeah, it's classified as a gas giant because it's completely made of gas. Yeah, its atmosphere bleeds into its surface with little (gasps) distinction. Creepy. If a spacecraft attempted to touch down on Saturn, it would never find a solid ground. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, I, I love that. I never knew that. You think of it as, you think of a planet as a hard thing. Mm, that's hot. That is so cool. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's so cool. So it's like, in a sense, like Saturn and Earth are opposites. It's yeah, like Saturn gets to be whatever it wants. And you can't touch Saturn. Saturn's untouchable. Mm. I'm a little emotional. Are you crying? I'm getting a little crying. emotional about I'm it. I'm so happy to tell you <laughs> And then it has this little ring, so it's, like, protecting itself from yeah. being touched. And it's, it's like, decorating it, itself. Yeah. Well, it seems like it's being so defenseful, but it's actually a very vulnerable thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, okay, so there's Blue Origin, and then um, Russia's aircraft, spacecraft, is called Roscosmos. 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 Very 80s. It's, like, they did that. They took the first guy to space, and they're, like, let's just do it. Roscosmos. We'll stick with that. <laughs> And then Blue Origin is like, we have deliberated on. Yeah. Russia's like, we don't have time to be brand. <laughs> SpaceX is like, dude, fuck yeah. SpaceX is incredible to me because it's like space and then the variable X. So yeah. it's like, what is out there? Like, honestly, yeah. Virgin Galactic, I can't believe that they just did that. I know. It's <laughs> also like the Virgin, like the word Virgin is always going to mean something yes. else. I don't care how much you push your brand. I'm always going to be like, oh, okay, I'm doing the weird, like, it almost feels like a like a tacky choice, even though yeah. they have a great they have a great their flights are great. Yeah, Virgin, Virgin. It's also a it's I just British think of a Virgin hymen. Galactic. When I hear the word Virgin, I literally think of like a hymen. 
Yeah, I think of like scheduling my virginity loss on a Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday's my favorite day, and it's hump day. Good job. <laughs> Roscosmos for Mir. And then Blue Origin, their, um, their, okay, so Blue Origin is their space station. Then the aircraft for Jeff Bezos is, is called New Shepard, which is named after one of the first people to go to space. His name was like Sam Shepard. Shepard. After it was Shepard Ferry. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh God, I haven't thought He's about Shepard Ferry. So long. You guys know Shepard Ferry is the guy that did the graffiti that said "Obey," and then he got a brand. Alan, Alan Shepard is the astronaut. Look at him. He kind of looks like Jeff Bezos. I like how Jeff Bezos has one by eye bigger than the other because, like, same. <laughs> well, no, he has like a like a lazy eye situation though. Also, you guys, we don't love Jeff Bezos. We just oh talk God. about everything. Yeah, objectively. please let's, let's yeah let's <laughs> yeah. not get it twisted. Here yeah, anyway. <laughs> we're not like doing that. We're like having fun. No, not at all. Yeah, see, that's like a... And it's more lazy. He's always winking. Okay, if you think about... Okay, I think every tangible manifestation has a purpose. <laughs> so crazy. He's always winking. He's always winking. But what the fuck? It's like kind of spooky, isn't it? Super spooky. It's more like everyone's... I don't it's know. like bionic. Yeah, it's he's, literally he's like a, he's a bionic man. Like they put something in his brain and it made one of his eyes. Yeah. Like, There's also like a weird European vibe to me. Like someone leaning in and being like, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they have one eye. Have you ever been to Italy? <laughs> Adds you on Facebook, follows you for five years. <laughs> Comments on profile photos. Um, yeah, this one's very squinty. It's almost impressive that, like, the guy who started Microsoft, what's his name? Microsoft. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't done a space station. But that's okay. That's the thing, is he did mm. vaccinations, and now everyone's like, he's trying to take over the world with, mm. you know, malaria vaccines. Mm. So... Maybe the billionaires watched, um, whatever, I can't believe I have like a mental block on his name, Bill Gates. <laughs> he's not your, he's not your tether. <laughs> he's not he's one like, of your tethers. I try to think of his name and there's just a blank space in my brain that's like trying to swallow me. Um, you know, like they saw him do the right thing and then they yeah. were just like, well, he's getting taken down, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I mean, the space thing, it just comes down to like, what's your... What's your vision? You know, mm-hmm. every... It's like getting a species of dog, you know? Yeah, I think... Jeff Bezos... Okay, so physically, he looks like a baby robot man who's winking, yeah. but also malfunctioning. Yeah. Can we look at Elon Musk closer? People always say yeah. he looks like a lizard person, and I just... Elon I think he just Musk. looks like every elderly white man I've ever seen. Her. That's what his face is saying. Her. Every time. He also looks like a baby. But maybe everyone looks like a baby. Most white men look like babies at some point in their (laughs) lives, they'll say. Everyone kind of looks like a baby, though. Maybe everyone looks like a baby. That's crazy. Well, his eyes are real close together. He looks more, okay, so he looks more, he does look more like a lizardy person. I agree. Yeah. I mean. Because of his eyes. So Jeff Bezos has these big eyes, and then he has these tiny eyes. They're just close together. They're, no, they're small. Small. Small eyes. Small eyes. And he definitely gets his hair plugs yeah. updated. Yeah. But he's not, I don't know, I don't find him repulsive the way that everyone else does. I think I'm just used to people who look like that. Yeah, he looks pretty darn normal to me. He looks like he looks kind of Euro trash, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, one time, oh my god, one time, Mai and I were like really drunk at a party, mm-hmm. and we made a meme that said it was just a picture of Elon Musk looking really Euro Euro trash regular. Yeah, 
And we were like, Elon Musk's just that dude in your class. And that's just what we wrote. And it did really well for some uh, reason. But I was like, he reminds me of like when you're in community college. Mm-hmm. And there's just that guy that's like weirdly funny. Like you yeah. want him to disrupt the class. But you're yeah. also like, you freaking freak. Like, yeah. I think he's so that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Okay, who else? Who's the version at Link- Galactic? I, we never hear about him. He's not one of the... He's like un- untouched in a sense, I think, because he's not broadcasting himself as much as a personality. Well, he's also way older. He he did Virgin years ago. You know what I mean? Richard Branson. What does he look like? I you know what I will never forget. They did um one time they did a oh, tour of him. his island. Look at okay. That. It was on Cribs. <laughs> they did a tour of his island on Cribs and Mariah Carey was there just sitting on a, a cabana. Wow. Yeah. It was like an old like nineties huh. episode and they were like, Oh look and she like waited and she's like, eh. Huh. He looks British as fuck. He looks like a British dog. Doesn't he look like a dog? He looks like a dog. He looks like a little he, muddy dog. Yeah. He really does. He definitely looks... He actually looks like a Chinese more crested. More human. Oh, but I think it's because his hair is long. He looks like a Chinese crested, but with hair. He does look like a Chinese crested dog. Wow. Um, um, yeah, he definitely just looks British. He looks like a rock star. Yeah, because he... At the time, that's is. more what he was. Like, he made Virgin like a, like a fun... Mm. experience his eyes are almost the opposite of elon musk they're he far fits, apart in there. yeah <laughs> totally but everyone kind of fits their thing like yeah. i'm seeing like a like yeah virgin is very like i wonder how old he is age because he's Richard just because i really feel like with him he came up yeah he's 70 mm. he came up at a time when we were less conscious of like billionaires being like evil people and so mm. he sort of stayed under the radar okay he was like yeah. a 2K gem. Everyone was like, what? This guy's successful and he's a rock star. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he screw it. Let's Can do you write it. Richard Losing Branson? my virginity. Look at all these names. Can you put Richard Branson canceled? Yeah. And just see what if he's been, if anyone's said anything ever. Richard Branson canceled for lost in space. Literally nothing. Okay. Richard yeah, Branson. Yeah, his flights have just been canceled. To everyone out there who <laughs> partakes in mob mentality canceling. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's untouched. We have, a, we have a new frontier for you. <laughs> this is your SpaceX. Yeah, this is your SpaceX. Look at the Figuring photo. out what's wrong with You guys, this guy. there's this insane, insane photo shoot on The Guardian. If you Google Virgin Galactic The Guardian, and he's just like in a space, space suit. suit. That literally looks fake, and like, it looks like he's in normal pants and like a space it's sweater. It's crazy. And then they did like a green screen of, I, is that supposed to look like a, another planet's beach? I can't tell. It's, it's just, just so funny. <laughs> it's just on Hawaii in a spacesuit, which is yeah. all that we can see mm. with clouds. That's really funny. Wow. So he's been doing this for 17 years. Some deaths. <gasps> Ooh. I just, you know, there's just too much competition in this in the world. You know what I mean? But is that, you know, they say it's a good thing. But for me, I'm just like, why do I have to have a million apps to watch movies? Why are there a million apps to do this? Like, yeah. But Why like, do we have to pick a laundry detergent and you go there and there's 20 different I know. ones? That to me, whenever I get to that aisle, I'm like, this is capitalism. This is like, mm. this is America. But here's <laughs> the thing. Okay, because if, would you be happy in a world that was like, this is the best laundry detergent for everyone. Mm-hmm. And this is the one. Or like, this is the only people going to space. The only people going to space? <laughs> <laughs> They're very different I mean, a world that was like, guess what? We figured out that streaming platforms exist. So here's one streaming platform. Like, to me, that feels like the organized way to do things. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if they do it correctly, I think Mm. that what what we run into is just communism. 
or like authoritarianism we're like yeah the individualism is just completely stripped away Mm -hmm. and we're like everyone's like no the titanic is the movie that we just watch over and over (laughs) because we love it um i just think people okay because i get that half of it is like capitalism so competitive but then it's also like it feeds into like the truth of individualism and the truth that we are literally all custom souls i know (laughs) who you know it's like for example like there's a i have friends who don't like sweat as much Uh right and they get the detergent that's like oh it's like organic and powder and like yeah i mean i need to get like biodegrades assert like i could never use the detergent that you use because the smell gives me a headache when it's washing like and i need it to mask the smell of my armpits yeah (laughs) otherwise i have choices here but it's like no i yeah it's like yeah we need we have evolved to need all these different things because we're all so different we're all so different but it is also, it can be that way and still be trippy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we can have both of those things at once, I think. Is the point of life to just be like, we're all so different, and then, like, just try to go out of that space instead of, like, the binary, like, some people are good, some people are bad, we all need the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because it just doesn't work, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I think that <laughs> we are so different. But at the same time, you know, we all have very sim- – we'll, like, there are so many patterns in life. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like the differences are, like, when we have to accommodate the physical realm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have to have a different laundry detergent. I would, I'd be totally fine using yours if it didn't give me a physical headache. You would be fine using mine if it didn't not work for your clothes, mm-hmm. you know. So I do think, like, the, the separateness comes when we – we engage the physical realm Mm -hmm. but when we like look just solely at like the spirit or like the spirit's journey on earth we actually Mm -hmm. do find like patterns like i think we've done previous episodes where it's like the 20s i don't know if we actually released that episode but like Mm -hmm. the 20s have similar patterns for people Mm -hmm. and um i don't know like everything that is non-physical can be unified because it cannot be quantified right right so it's like in the in the the ethereal realm essentially it would never matter (laughs) Like, you, there's no physical Correct. response. There's yeah. no senses, right? right? Uh, well, that's it. But, you know, we can't get rid of our bodies, so. Rats. Back to square one. <laughs> Back to the space station. <laughs> Wait, didn't save the world <laughs> today. Um. <laughs> well, that's our show. <laughs> oh, that's po- at least we pointed to an illusion. Mm. I almost got hyped there for a second. I was like, it's coming. There was something. There was something there. Okay. Proximity's perfect. Okay. <laughs> what else? Let's see. We're, we're coming in on our time. Let's see. Aircraft. Okay, so aircraft's fun. Amazing. Winner of online auction. Okay, so you guys, Bezos is going with his brother and then one winner of an auction. Anonymous. Was, you know what's funny? It's yeah. like brought it up to Ian in front of the pod. And he <laughs> was like, <laughs> um, he's like, I wonder what that guy's like thing is like does he want to to meet jeff bezos is he obsessed with going to space is it all together does he think they're gonna hang out for those 11 minutes yeah right is jeff bezos gonna like feel awkward and be like in a different wing that's the thing is (laughs) i really feel like you because you can't really isolate in a spacecraft it's so (laughs) intimate you know i would never want to invite a fucking stranger unless it was a rigged thing this whole time yeah. You could, I mean, because there's also like, there's only so many people in the world that well, can just, just drop Well, it just goes to show you it's a million. promo thing, right? Like, it's not. It it's, feels like very Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to me. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was prepping us for this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. It's so funny because you have that and then you have like, in like the, <laughs> the commonplace level, you have um, 
there's like an I don't know if you've seen the raffle for people who are vaccinated to get entered into a raffle like win a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just have that happening at the same time. All the hippie time. people I follow um, <laughs> are like saying that and being like, "This is a reason why the vaccine's like wrong is because they have to force you to get it with like all these gimmicks and shit." Meanwhile, like California is one of the most <laughs> vaccinated places, so I think that yeah. we're actually just being a little bit fun with it. God <laughs> we're having a little fun with our custom needs and our, our physical realm bullshit <laughs> just let it happen um okay we've been looking at his face so much yeah. on the computer that i when you were saying like what's when we're talking about like richard branson's face, face no i'm thinking about jeff bezos oh now. yeah oh yeah we've been looking at all these faces but yeah. for some reason jeff bezos face is like way more like implanted in my brain jeff bezos so is scary to me a little i feel like he's just so like, okay, the Richard Branson guy and Elon on Musk, they have, like, styles. Yeah. But it's, like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this one, he's super squinting. I think um, he has, like, a little checkered tie. But he's... There's something charming. Like, nobody wants to admit this, but isn't there something charming about this bald, winking man? <laughs> that, like... I don't know if I... His eyes are very happy. Like, I will say. Yeah. He looks crazy a little bit, but it's, like, he Maybe. has big, happy eyes. There is... Yeah. I think... But I just imagined in my head when we were talking about the guy who pays for the auction to go in it, I was like, can't you imagine just suiting up and looking over at Jeff Bezos and his face? And he's like, you ready, bud? Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I figured out what's unnerving to me about yeah. him is that when you look at the photos of um, Elon Musk and Richard Branson, there's mm-hmm. like 25 different expressions. And with Elon Musk, I mean, with Jeff Bezos, there's three. There's weird smile, uh-huh. half smile. There's him talking, which everyone has. <laughs> and then like him making a moderately serious face and i think it's a little bit freaky that we don't have like he has three expressions yeah that's i think what is unnerving me about him is it seems like he's even less human okay i also think something that's making me like him is the fact that i also have (laughs) i have this face thing where my smile is way stronger on one side and my eyebrow and like eyes like small on the other so i think i'm like wait let me see your smile look how lopsided i have a half smile eternally yeah, I guess it's a little bit more. This is like the side of my face that has more muscle action. Oh, interesting. I guess, yeah, I do see that now. So when I look at him, I'm like, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he, is, he does look like a malfunctioning robot that was, you know. Well, it's just really the fact that we only get three expressions, so we can't yeah, really deduce that's more. That's what makes him robotic yeah. to me. Like, it's not... The squinty thing, of course, but, like, it's just the fact that we're not getting more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, Elon Musk has given us a lot of range. He, mm-hmm. He's danced for us. He's... Jeff Bezos, like, hides out. And, okay. Um, what else? Let's see. Well, what would your Hello. cap be for going to space? Like, what would you pay? I feel like, like you said, I feel like it's, like, how I feel about, like, festivals. Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's, like, really easy and I'm backstage. It... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I never want to be the fucking, like, winner of an auction. But if I was dying or something, and I had money, like, maybe... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm just, like, I'm not the type that would drop a lot of money on anything, because I, I, I think you were like this, too, where it's, like, if I have to drop a ton of money that feels mm-hmm. like a lot, mm-hmm. it would never be worth it energetically. Totally. Yeah. But then again, like we said with this guy paying $20 million, it's, like, he lives in a different world, you Right. Know? I'd be happily, I'd happily drop 500 on something really relevant. You know, I spent mm-hmm. thousands on laser hair removal, and I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. But I do think it would be a profound experience. I, there's, I mean, there's, I have no qualms mm-hmm. with, like, how beautiful I'm sure it would be. And, you know, when they first put people <laughs> in the space, they were like, every world leader needs to come up yeah. here. And everyone was like, that sounds nice. 
Also, maybe the energy is really weird right now mm -hmm. with space. Like, thinking about it now, it doesn't feel appealing. It doesn't feel inviting. It feels yeah. scary. And, you know, Jeff Bezos going up there for love. It just, there's a weird auction. Sure. It feels very Hunger Games. Sure. But will it get to a point where it's like, Hawaiian Airlines? <laughs> yeah. Will it be like that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's um, what Virgin Galactic has been trying to do forever. So, if we're betting on Richard Branson... You want look at him, he's sticking himself out of his airplane. <laughs> yeah, Richard, he's like a, having lots of fun. Yeah. His whole shtick is like, I'm a rock star. He probably, he just seems like he's like always happy and fucking or something. Yeah. And then Elon Musk is like, I'm a nerd and I'm autistic. And then Jeff Bezos is like, I had a wholesome upbringing and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only wink while I paint the fence energy. <laughs> For me, it was really the garage that changed me. My parents invested in my puppy at a young age. <laughs> um, uh, all of the secrets. I want them all. Um, should we just close with a light Lord review? Album oh, yeah. song, album cover. Love yeah. the album cover to death. Beautiful, <laughs> very beautiful. Yeah. It was also, I looked at it for a long time, and I was like, is this obscene? And I was like, someone's going to make it sexual, but I really don't feel like it is. Oh, Maybe. oh I see. Yeah, it I remember like a, now. It's like a upskirtish vibe. Yeah. 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 Great butt Lord. Um, <laughs> I really like this song. But I think I also really wanted to because I love Lord. Yeah. I like um, Lord. I've never I should I do like Lord, but Lord isn't always top of mind for me. Mm -hmm. When I hear her stuff, I'm like, oh right, she's like great. Yeah, no, yeah. I had a moment where Lord was always I didn't really care at all, and then I she was playing at a festival and I got to see her and be really close and I cried the entire time. And I was mm -hmm. like, I didn't even realize that her like the pure heroin album. Mm -hmm. Heroin? Mm-hmm. They're not it's pronounced differently. Like if it's heroin and heroin, I guess not. Heroin, heroin, yeah. heroin, heroin. Didn't see the distinction. Um, <laughs> but the that that whole album got me through like a really hard time. And mm -hmm. every song she sang, I was like, and her performance was just so incredible. Like yeah, hundreds thousands of people, and you felt like you were there alone with her. Um, but I cried the whole time, and I was like, wait, Lord does really matter to me. Yeah. And then it clicked, and now it's like it really clicks, and I listen to her frequently. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she was great. But her new, yeah, the new song. What did you think of it? It's, I mean, it's completely different from her new, from her stuff previously. Mm -hmm. um, I liked it. It felt very early Sheryl Crow to me. So okay, that was so on point. It sounds like yeah, yeah, two um, K. Yes, it is two K. <laughs> yes, it is the two K. Everyone's mind. <laughs> um, again, it's just the cycles of the world. We're bound to come back to it. Um, I agree with you. So, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I, at first it was sort of like, oh, what are we doing here? Like I was, it took me mm. a second to adjust to it, but the song is like long enough that by the time you're done, you're like applauding, you know? Mm -hmm. But for a second it really felt like whiplash because I always mm. think of her as like stripped down, sort of pop instrumental, mm. um, I don't know, and very moody. And then this was like, I got a band of like real <laughs> instruments and I'm happy, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I think this is the song that people need right now. Mm -hmm. um, it made sense that she's putting it out at this point in time. Mm -hmm. It It is like a song of, of reawakening mm -hmm. and a summer that we all want to come together and feel that heat, you know? Yeah. And I will say her, she was really, when I saw her live, she was very descriptive about her work. And that's what I loved about her was like in between songs, she'd like talk about why things happen. Mm. And her first album, she said, was her being a teenager and like feeling things out. And then the second album, uh, what was it called? The one with the, the very blue on the cover. Mm. It had that song Liability and Green Light. 
And she was like, yeah. and it's, she said it was about her, her like bridge from being a teen to a woman. Mm. And I will never forget her saying this. I think I wrote it in my journal. And she was like, and she has that accent, whatever. And she's like, you know, she's like, it's melodrama. Like, she was like, you know, it's bad when you feel so bad and you feel so bad all day. And then she was like, and then you make it to the mirror and then you're just in the mirror feeling bad. And she's like, that's what this mm. album is about. But melodrama, and she said, it's like knowing that your dramas at your early 20s are somewhat like melodrama. Like, yeah. you know, that they're like, like petty and annoying and your first heartbreak and you know that your life is good but you're still yeah. just like what the fuck is this growth spurt yeah and i almost feel like solar power is almost that awakening you have how old is she now she is 24 okay exactly that's what i was hoping because i feel like at 23 yeah is when i really was like oh wait like i can design my life and i don't need to do these like petty routines anymore yeah. i don't need to be reactive it was like melodrama felt reactive and solar power is like, fuck it. Like I can experience pleasure. I can just dance on the beach without, you know, the weight of the world. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe the album will be like that. And I would respect that. And I think she's wonderful. And I think her look is, we're speaking about how people look. She looks like a baby woman. Mm -hmm. She looks like a baby and a wise person, an older person at the same time. She looks very Lord of the Rings to me. Yeah, which makes sense. Isn't she from the place where it's uh, New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. See, look at you. Um, it's well. She her, her like change in tone also feels very similar to Billie Eilish's blonde moment as well. Mm. Like Billie's new songs are more acoustic and softer, and mm. I don't know. I think what's going on with these <laughs> dramatic pop stars? Well, they're young. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like the only way to understand them is to remember who you were at that age. Right, I mean, I love it. I love yeah. seeing the journey, but it is funny that, that it's happening. And then we have Olivia Rodrigo, who's mm-hmm. 17, and she's like, You guys, you know. she follows me on Instagram. Wild. I'm only going to say it here because I don't want to alienate her. Yeah. <laughs> but I went to her profile and it said, Follow back. But yeah. I was like, This makes sense. I was like, We're both like, Doesn't Petra also follow Latinas? you? Petra. Collins. Yeah, but from, for a really long time. She was really into my memes back in the day. No, I know. I'm just saying Petra shot. Good for you, the video. So oh, maybe there so was a transference the there. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And also just like something I've learned from the internet, and I don't know if this is obvious, but people just follow you if you have similar coloring. Mm. <laughs> so it's like out of all the pop stars, it would be her because it's like yeah. I'm emotional. Yeah. You kind of look like Latina you could be a little like a cousin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A meteor cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I heard meteor like oh my god space. i'm so space Good. space minded meteor cousin <laughs> just come in um, yeah really i like word a lot i want to support her and I, yeah <clears throat> i think her work's very authentic even this one like even the fact that i like i saw criticism of it being too like fluffy it's like no that is authentic to like go from darkness to like openness and like retract and open and retract and open yeah yeah the video was very hard the label Carlotta Guerrero which I'm seeing now become Mm -hmm. a little bit mainstream even though I feel like those two people were the first kind of people on the internet I saw doing it that aesthetic five years ago yes shout out Carlotta for being the OG um ritualistic photo taker yeah (laughs) yeah but the guy who shot it, and I think the director as well, has been working with her for a long time, which I thought was interesting. They did so Royals. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to watch that video. Um, and green light. about space. Any final thoughts on space? Space. Um, well, I think it's a, you know, we need to have it. I don't know. I don't know what's, there's no, like, final thoughts because it's an unknown yeah. variable. It's one of our last unknowns in a lot of ways. I mean, everything's an unknown. Physical, a physical unknown. Maybe. Yeah. 
Because there's, yeah, because everything's unknown and the physical unknowns, which can be. I love listening to one of some of my favorite podcasts are when I get to learn about space. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I actually was obsessed with space. I had my parents like all I wanted for Christmas was to learn all of the um, constellations. Mm-hmm. Like, did I learn them all? No, but I had all these cards. Like I've actually loved space for a long time because I do feel like it, it embodies the way that I feel a lot of the time. Um, which I can't also just, I also can't describe, mm-hmm. but that is how I feel. Um, yeah, spaces are great. Yeah. So I do love it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily scare me in any mm-hmm. way because I do feel like space is the closest thing that can come to describe also like our sense of just eternal being like, mm-hmm. um, and I also do think that there are for sure aliens, like mm-hmm. other life forms, you know? Um, but I think it's a sacred place. Definitely. I think my theory for a while now has been that stars and heavenly bodies are our most evolved form that we can see. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, all of the things that we're weighed down with on earth, they are not, including mm-hmm. the only thing that they do that we also do is ingest and digest, mm-hmm. but it'll only be one gas and then they release another gas, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of stars, I think it was, they release helium and take in... Let me see. I well, I do know that, like, when a star starts to die, it's when they actually make the iron because it's the heaviest thing. Oh, and they fall. Wow. And then they start to become, like, the, the giants and stuff. Okay, so they eat hydrogen, and then out comes helium. Yeah. And so that's what they're, that's just what's happening, and it's a nuclear fusion. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just pure energy. And I think of, like, they get to be away from all of the things that give us a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so that's it. And what that iron thing is, I didn't know that. That iron thing is very interesting. And that's them becoming... Well, because they are, like, creating... They're, in essence, the same atoms that we are, Mm -hmm. right? And so when they make something heavy enough on the, like, periodic table, that's Mm -hmm. when they start to literally collapse in on themselves. Um, But but iron is the first thing that they would make that would do that. They die, too. Um, (laughs) What do you think about black holes? I don't know enough about it to make a... What is it's the idea that they they take you somewhere else you can... I mean, there's we don't know what they are. The, the problem is you can't get close hole. enough to one without going in. Oh, remember when they got a photo of a black hole and it was all blurry? Yeah. Oh, so black... strong that nothing can escape from it. Right. Gravity is so strong. Right. So you can't... You can barely get close. Because it'll take you? Yeah. But I think that's the one thing in space that does really freak me out a little bit. Yeah, and gravity is something, there's a physical. Right. And there's no gravity in the universe. So it's oppressive to the physical. Mm-hmm. It's the most oppressive force to a physical body. Then. Mm-hmm. It could maybe be so strong that it could even have an effect on energy, possibly. Right. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Black holes are hell and stars are heaven. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so fantastic. Really crazy. Yeah. It's really all there. I mean, everything we need to understand about <laughs> how ourselves. we work exists yeah. in different degrees. Yeah, definitely. I did not know the iron thing. That makes me very excited. Yeah. Because, you know, energy, right? The, the closer, the tighter it gets, the more it gets into matter, right? Right. Stars are doing it, too. They just take more time, and yeah. it's less decorated with Netflix and laundry detergent. <laughs> They're kind of living the same life. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Um, amazing. We love this. Space. I hope this is not glitchy. I know, me too. 
<laughs> We've um, been having microphone troubles, but we'll figure it out. Which is another Mercury and retrograde type yeah, thing. It yeah, it is. Mic troubles. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, do we want it? Oh, yeah. Um, next episode? Q&A episode? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we'll put out a couple things in our stories and maybe in the bio. What have we did in the bio of this? Like yeah, we'll like, leave my uh, email, email in the bio. Like email this for questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a really fun one. That was actually one of our most listened to was the Q&A one. And one of our most fun, I would yeah. say. So yeah, feel free to send in questions. It's best. It's more fun for us if you do an audio recording because we love to so hear much your voice. Fun, yeah. But obviously if that's not... I got a lot of emails that were just like, I was unable to record an audio. Is it like, am I allowed to submit a question? If you yeah. can't do it, of course, write also, one out. Also, if you don't know how, there was a time that I didn't know about the voice message app. So just yeah. in case you don't, there is the app on an iPhone where you just talk into it and it yeah. saves a file and you can attach it to any email. Yeah, exactly. Pretty fantastic. Um, we could do that. Any other announcements? Substack? Substack, still going. Strong. Yep. And how do we find you on that Substack? Uh, now is good dot substack dot com and right. it's um wednesday free newsletter friday i do uh, a meditation prompt one week and then mm-hmm. a meditative journal prompt another week for paying subscribers and then on sundays we have moments for now which is my favorite mm-hmm. thing to do pretty much all week <coughs> and if you don't know what that is just go look because i can't really explain it <laughs> yeah it's a collaborative beautiful thing yeah. it'll be cool one day if you could do that in real life in person i'm hoping to, to put out like um, workshops I'm hoping to put out, like, seasonal mm. um, editions, like, hard copies. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. Hard copies, definitely. Um, my, the guides, one of them, we actually wrote together, the meditation guide. Mm-hmm. Um, my reading list, complete with reviews and suggestions. And my spells and rituals guide, which is the most purchased, most loved, and I'm also just the most obsessed with. Um, <clears throat> is now in my gift shop, which is in my bio on Size Foons, sunshineshop.la slash Size Foons. So those are now um, forever available, emailed to you in your inbox the next day. So amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> we love an ebook. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you. We'll see you next time with questions. Keep going. <laughs>